0: RGD 107.9 Live, James here with you. Really special show here today. The very first time we're doing a whole show via satellite all the way in Mount Gambia, where we have a whole bunch of students down there today uh, who were involved in a local school radio initiative, I guess you'd call it, called Shine FM, Shine Media. Uh, we're joined to start with by Cameron and Matisse. Fantastic to have you on the show. Uh, can you tell us a little bit, Matisse, about uh, Shine FM, Shine Media that you do here, uh, do here, there, wherever, Mount Gambia? Uh, a little bit about what it is?
1: Um, yeah, so Shine Media is our own little Tennyson Woods' own radio show and we present the school with news and um, whatever's going on in in the school community and we present it on a radio show.
0: And it's also available as a podcast too if people want to subscribe to that as well.
1: Yep. And it's on iTunes, is it? Yep, yeah, it's on iTunes as well.
0: One Wonderful. Yep, check it out. And it's a great show. I really love it. I love that uh, you know so many people are involved. It's got a really great informative sort of news vibe about it. And also love that you guys really just kind of go anywhere. You're quite fearless in the subject matter that you take on. Well, I, I think
2: that um, The Shine's a pretty good idea. It talks to people like how you talk to people on a day-to-day basis. It's not a big formal thing which radio used to be about.
0: Well, we got lots to chat about today. Um, we're going to be talking about drones and their um, sort of like current sort of practical uses and things that you may not know about them as well. We're going to be talking about the positive impacts of music. We're going to be talking about digital technology. We're going to be talking about the um, about sports and young people. Paige, uh, who's coming on the show, uh, has been playing in sort of like a sporting family since she was very very young. Something her whole family is involved in, and talking a little bit about those kind of issues about you know the way in which parents and coaches and things like that, you know, exert quite a bit of pressure on, on young people to perform well in sport. But we'll be talking a bit more about that as well. We've got music from uh, One Republic, Gorvy, Coldplay, Haim and stacks more. But right now, this is Imagine Dragons. You're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life. That was One Republic. You are listening to ArchD 107.9 Life. Gourvi and Coldplay on the way in the next 10 minutes. And I am joined by Lachlan and Paige. How are you going, guys? Good. Good. Fantastic. Great to have you here on RHD, your very first time. Yeah. <laughs> this does feel a bit, it does feel a little weird, doesn't it? Because I'm talking to you through a TV screen. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really done this before, so this is a bit new. So we'll we'll just, we'll go through this. Um, now, Lachlan, one thing that we were talking a little bit about um, off air just before uh, is the idea of drones in society now. Like This is something that's, uh, that's not going to go away. It's become sort of like more and more as time has gone on. I think... the thing that is kind of a bit unfortunate about drones is most people only really look at the negative consequences like in the news because they're used a lot in like conflicts and things like that but you were saying no they're used so much more prevalently now in so many different kinds of ways
3: yeah there's multiple there's lots of different ways that they can be used for instance farmers they use them for checking their their cattle they use uh, for checking their, their water troughs. There's also search and rescue, they can use them. For instance, dropping um, flotation devices out to people who are in a boat crash or, or sure, something. Sure, yeah. um, Real estate agents, they use them for taking photography of houses and uh, you know, they can outline what's up for sale.
0: Sure, absolutely. Yeah, and I bet it makes for great, um, great promotional videos and things like that for people who actually want to buy houses and things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, the thing in the news that I've been taken with recently is that wasn't there some sort of big controversy around Bunnings and the whole idea of the sausage sizzle and a drone? Funnily enough, at the time, I didn't stop and really think about going, what is all this about? But this was a thing. Did you know any more about this than, than I do? Which is like nothing. Um,
3: Yeah, I heard a bit about it It was um, quite illegal because from where the guy's house was and the Bunnings uh, there was a major highway and you're not actually allowed to fly over a major highway.
4: I wonder why. Was that the the issue? (laughs) Was that the issue? (laughs) Drones are
3: not not
0: going to just Just drop out out of the sky. You
4: could lose control of it. Cause yeah, it's highly you drop a on a car and smash so you're
0: you're worried, you're worried about the drone smashing page not the um, not the sausage and bread falling out of the drone is
4: that yeah that's a waste of a sausage. <laughs>
0: It would be a waste of a sausage. Do you, are you a fan of, of Bunnings Sausage and Bread? Yes. Uh, I
4: like having, getting a sausage and going to Bunnings. Yeah, they're the best.
0: Yes. You know, I, I have a theory, guys. Work with me on this, okay? I have this theory that the reason that Sausage and Bread at Bunnings tastes so good, because, like, theoretically, come on, let's be real, it really shouldn't, because they're probably not really using, you know, Barossa, you know, handmade Maggie Beer sausages, really. Like, this is going to be the... Really, sort of like the, the, the cheapest possible stuff because the whole idea is to make money. But there's some reason that they taste so much better than any kind of sausage. And I have a theory it's the mass cooking idea. No. So sausages not. always taste better the more you cook it once. What do you think?
4: It tastes better when someone else cooks it for you.
3: Yes, exactly. That you that is can't, ex-
0: you're not oh. cooking it yourself.
4: You're not cooking it
3: yourself. Yeah, perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't have the time. Okay, well, okay, we're going to have to try and work this out as some kind of experiment. We've got to somehow get a big Bunnings grill, okay, and uh, see whether or not you can pitch this down at Mount Gambier Bunnings and anyone will go through it, okay? Okay, so before you get all the sausages on, I want you to cook one single solitary sausage, right? So this is the way we can scientifically work this out. Cook one single sausage on its own and see if that tastes as good as any, as, uh, as like a whole like 100 of them being cooked at once. We do that, we can then work out, is it the fact that someone else is cooking it for you, or the fact that there's heaps cooking at once, or is it somehow a combination of both factors? It could
4: be both. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Paige, can I leave this with you to sort out?
4: I should try to sort it out.
0: Because I need you to report back to me next time we do oh, a show.
4: I'll do it. I'll go there.
0: Fantastic. Good, good to see you so happy about it as well. Now, um, Lachlan, the reason uh, drone um, photography, I think, matters to you personally is you have a particular interest in aerial photography.
3: Yeah, so I've got my own Facebook page. You can check out the photos
0: on Locking Drone Photography. <laughs>
4: Sponsoring much. (laughs)
3: Advertising.
0: You got Um, that cross promotion in before I could even stop you. Keep going. (laughs)
3: Um, Yeah, so I... The main reason I got a drone was because of a massive interest of mine in photography. The reason I like drones is because you get to see the photography from a different perspective. It's not the same as having a camera on the ground. It's up in the air. You get to see a a
0: broad, broad area. And what... What does that different perspective give you do you think more than anything else if you could choose one thing
3: um just being able to see everything at once rather than just what a camera on the ground just focuses mainly on one thing
0: well look mate i'm sure lots of people will be checking the facebook page out now for sure um great to talk to you and Paige. i'm leaving this with you about the um the sausage you are going to make this happen right
4: yes i will
0: fantastic Okay. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be chatting um, with uh, Rosie and Matisse, all about the positive impacts of music on people, I guess, playing it, learning it from a very young age. Rosie has a very, very long history of learning music and a very big family history about it. We'll check that out in just a moment. Also going to be chatting about digital technologies, the expectations of young people and sports at the moment. Like, what, what is it that young people and students think about uh, when they're coaches and parents and things like that? Really Urge them to try and uh, perform in a certain way in sport. I won't say any more than that. We'll just leave that there for now. Also, got music from Coldplay, Heim, and Citizen Way. But right now, this is Gorby. Check this out. You're listening to ArchD 1079 Live. That's Coldplay. You're listening to ArchD 1079 Live. Heim and Citizen Way on the way very shortly. Rosie and Matisse uh, join us here. Matisse was on at the start. Rosie. Welcome, great to have you with us. Uh, We were just talking a little bit about music, the positive impact that music has on young people's lives, not just in terms of just listening to music and enjoying it, but something, you know, um, more interactive than that, you were saying?
5: Yeah, well, a little bit about the effects that learning an instrument does have on young children and how it can help them in different areas of learning, not just music. You know, the obvious scientific reasons as to why it helps you, like, um, you know it le- teaches kids to learn to distinct different sounds and things they wouldn't have been that would have otherwise been unrecognizable and like um, also in the way of um, expressing feelings and emotions for people that would otherwise be difficult to express in words or things like that you know it, it's a very individual way of expressing yourself.
0: Now you've been learning music from from quite a young age you were saying.
5: Mm, yeah, I learned cello when I was maybe. I can't actually remember how old I was. Maybe six or yeah. seven. Yeah.
0: Must yeah. been pretty young. Um, yeah. And your whole family's musical. Like you, you had no escape. Like no. something that was going to be. Maybe I like, have from two brothers, and they both play
5: multiple instruments as well. No, no, ex- no escape. <laughs>
0: So, and they're both, did you say they're both music teachers, both your parents?
5: Uh, Well, my mum um, works for the education department teaching string instruments, so cello, violin, double bass, viola, and my dad works at our school as a liturgical music, um, so works in bringing new music to the school. For What's it literature? like being
0: at school where one of your parents is on staff?
5: Oh, I've gotten used to it. It's okay. <laughs> it's a big school. I don't really see him that much, so it's fine. <laughs>
0: but if you do see him around, it's just kind of like, oh, hi.
5: Yeah, hi. Okay. That's
0: about it. Are you musical, uh, Matisse? Do you play music in the uh, I used
1: I used to do a bit of guitar, but I've just thrown that out the window. I don't play it anymore. <laughs>
0: Yet. Do you feel that the psychological benefits that it could possibly have been done have all been done now? You're sorted out. You're on the road to working for NASA, so it's all OK? <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't think I'm going to be working for NASA, but I think it's pretty important what Rosie was saying. I think it could have benefits, but I reckon I can find that in other places, I reckon.
0: Like where? Just
1: if I study hard, I'll be, I'll be right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, what, what do you think, Rosie? Do you think that maybe, you know, picking up the oboe or the um, or maybe a little strange. bit of mandolin might, you know, just give her the little boost that she needs for this point in her schooling life?
5: Yeah, go for it, Matisse. <laughs> Those are some
1: strange <laughs> instrument choices, but I don't know.
0: The oboe's beautiful, man. You're not dissing the oboe, are you?
1: Um, it'd, be, it'd be tricky to play, wouldn't it? I don't know, any instrument's tricky to play.
0: If you could pick one up though Matisse now, if you could could have a choice of an instrument that you like listening to more than any other, what would that be do you think?
1: Probably piano. I don't think I can pick it up, but piano, that'd be, uh, uh, I don't know, (laughs) piano would be good.
0: coming up. We're going to be chatting all about digital technologies and the way they interact with their, our daily lives, our learning, schooling, work, entertainment, everything. It's literally everywhere at the moment. Cameron has some thoughts on this, as does Lachlan. They're both really keenly into all this stuff. We're also going to be chatting about um, um, sports, young people getting involved in clubs and things like that really early and representing at a high level and what that means to young people. Uh, we've also got music from a clean bandit, Zara Larson, and Dean Lewis. But right now, this is Heim. Love this one. You'll to ArchD 107.9 Life that's hi you're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life Citizen Way, Clean Bandit and Zara Larson up very shortly Cameron and Lachlan we were having a bit of a chat about digital technologies generally now uh, Cameron you were saying that uh, at school at the moment a whole bunch of new kind of stuff is being implemented into the school to help it sort of like run more smoothly and kind of more up-to-date can you talk to us a bit about that
2: yeah that's completely right um the school is um, incorporating new technologies to keep up with the modern day world. It's all to do with the apps and um, stuff like that, which to build more apps, do more tasks, to make it easier for everything, to keep
0: up with the world, it's just to do that kind of stuff. So Cameron, is there any things in particular that are sort of jumped out that are real, real upgrades in what the school was running previously? Uh,
2: yeah, they, they used to be back in the day running just desktop computers. Then, then they got a bunch of laptops. That was a while ago now, but they weren't very capable of doing much. They, you could only, yeah, you can only run Word documents and type and watch videos and stuff like that.
3: One massive upgrade that I've seen is just recently the school has got a actual 3D scanner alongside our 3D printer, so you can scan an object and then 3D print it. Wow, okay, so you can literally duplicate
0: stuff? Sort of, maybe, um, sort of? along the lines no, of that. that. Am I getting it right? That's not what a 3D scanner does?
3: Well, it, it's sort of just a computer that has a few cameras on it
0: that scan the product, yeah. And what's the practical application of something like that? Do you then take that scan pull it into kind of like a software thing and you can then kind of work with it, manipulate it, and then kind of alter it for, for printing in 3D? See, I've never I've, I've never even done this. I wouldn't even know, look, honestly, I wouldn't know a 3D printer if someone threw it at me. So I don't know kind of what it looks like, really what it does. I know it can print things out that are kind of like solid. So, I mean, in terms of a, of a, of a 3D scanner, kind of what's the practical application of something like that? That can be used for
2: um, just building stuff and rep, um in replicating for um, visual purposes or you can actually use it for a practical purpose like uh, a nut or a bracket of some sort or anything that's mass produced.
3: You can make very small gearboxes out of them and, and okay. along the lines of that. So it can be moving machines
0: kind of thing if you have a, a drive source, yeah. Well, that's, a, I mean, from a, from a design perspective in school, that's amazing that you can actually do that, you know, really create that kind of stuff. Um, Cameron, in your um, life, sort of like outside of uh, outside of school stuff, digital stuff is a really big part of your life and yours too, Lachlan, isn't it? You're both really kind of really techie with that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, that's right. We we all live with technology every day. It's kind of a big part in my life too because you use it to do all your work these days. You- Hardly pick up a pen at school
0: these days. Lachlan, what what do you like to do with um sort of like all your sort of like interest in digital technologies? What sort of ways do you kind of explore it outside of school?
3: Um, like what I was talking about with my drone before. Um, there's lots of different ways that I can Photoshop my photos to make them look better. That that's all got to do with
2: technology with computers. Cameron, anything that you do specifically? Well, I actually do a bit of gaming and stuff like that, online computer gaming and stuff like that. Where you just play games across the web and.
0: Because that is that what they call like LAN gaming? LAN like where you actually sort of play with other people. Yeah. Or is that now more more prevalent than that now? Because I know you can do that on Xboxes and stuff like that now, can't you?
2: Yeah, that's right. You, you, you connect them through the internet, or you can play on a local network, and you can play across the world if you have a good enough connection. Keep in mind. <laughs> sure.
0: And what what games are you enjoying the most at the moment? I do
2: like your first-person shooters, like, you know, your Call Call of Duties and your Battlefields
0: and all that stuff. And that's what you're spending most of your time on? Oh, most of my free time. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, sorry, yes, yes. if any teachers are listening yeah all the free time only uh we got lots more to chat about uh we're gonna be talking about people who play sport at a fairly high level young people who do like that what are the expectations of teachers and coaches and how do young people feel about that it's a really good question Paige and rosie are going to be chatting about that with us we've also got music from uh dean lewis and need to breathe but right now this is citizen way you're listening to archd 1079 life Clean Bandit and Zara Larsson, there. You're listening to ArchD 1079 Life. Dean Lewis and Need to Breathe on the way very shortly. And we are coming uh, sort of like via satellite from two separate locations today. So I'm here in the studio in Thebarden, and uh, our students are actually down in Mount Gambia, five hours away from us uh, by road. Um, I guess it's shorter if you fly, but ultimately we are talking about a very, very big distance and it's great to have them on the show for a very first time. Joined now by Paige and Rosie, um, we were just having a little bit of a chat before uh page now your big sporting family rosie's big music family your big sporting family talk us a little bit about kind of the background and the sort of sport your family's in
4: well my dad started like when he was a teenager playing hockey and then it, when we moved to panola then we went to mount gambia i started my sister started that was when we were seven then i quit and then i came back um then my brother recently started and we've gone on from there, high division state, playing for Australia, all of them things.
0: What? You play for Australia?
4: Not exactly yet, but I'm going to Europe and
0: representing I like that Australia. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off. You're going to Europe?
4: Yes, Europe, um, for the hockey trip, playing, representing Australia.
0: Oh my goodness, that's amazing. That's fantastic. So is this did it all start around a kind of a, a, a particular club that your whole family in? Yeah, involved I still in?
4: play for that club. Well, my dad started playing for Tigers, and then when us kids wanted to join, they said no. So right. we went to, they were full they said. So, the, <laughs> yeah.
0: so. Sorry, we're full? Yes. Okay. So
4: then we moved to Cavaliers, and we're still up there today. And it's funny So is this
0: a local, like local, a local league? Yeah, association. Yep. Okay.
4: Um, and now Tigers said so they want us back but they
0: can't oh i see they have room now okay. yeah they're not back. now that you're going and representing australia all yeah. of a sudden there's free places there for yep. funny about that <laughs> so you were saying there's a huge part about that of expectations of coaches and parents on on students and young sporting people
4: yeah there's like something
0: that you really feel
4: yeah i feel like because coaches tell you they coach you how to play and then there's parents like your mum and dad. Like your dad plays, so he says, "No, I know how to play better. No, I know more." Right. And <laughs> so and then you're playing on. So Say you're playing on the field, and then you hear your mum yelling from the sideline, <laughs> or your coach yelling from the sideline, and you're in the middle. <laughs> Who do I follow?
0: Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. It's just like it's just a, a very noisy scene. You picture you're playing there.
4: Yeah. Yep. And you go, I better, tro- I better follow my mum, or then I'll get in trouble when I get home.
0: So Rosie, you played hockey originally with
5: uh, yeah. um, Paige back uh, in the day. Only only for a few years. I played hockey with Paige since 2015. 2015. Yeah, 15 to 16. But I'm not playing anymore.
0: And was it, was it a, noisy, a noisy event back when you played as well?
5: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of people screaming. I think
0: it depends a lot on the sport think, too. Like some yeah. sports parents are like really, really quiet. Like I've noticed like uh, tennis there's this kind of this culture of like, you know, no one's really allowed to whisper, no one's about to say anything. But all the field sports like footy and soccer and hockey, it's literally like, you've got to tell people to calm down. You know, there's a local (laughs) team in Adelaide um, called the Sturt Lions. And I've been to some of their games and they actually have someone who wears a high vis vest on the side, who's like a parent who's assigned to the job of, of it. And they're called a ground steward. And their job is to keep the spectators of the local side under control. Yeah,
5: uh, well, my brothers That's their job.
0: I don't know what they're going to do if they get out of control. They wrestle them to the ground or something. I don't know. But but like this is how it is. But you're saying, Paige, that you feel that this is a little bit too much sometimes. The the, the way that the parents and the, the coaches get involved, it, it does impede on the, the, the fun of the game or the progress of the yeah, game?
4: Yeah, it just makes what? it a lot more pressure. And then when your parents, you want to do something, then if your parents agree on it, then you don't want to do it anymore. You just don't want to do it because your parents are great. Right.
0: So, <laughs> just because your parents want you to, you don't do it anymore. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> darling, that's a lovely looking top. You should buy that. Never buying it. Don't even need to look at it. I know I'm never going to wear it.
4: If you like it, I don't like it.
0: <laughs> Man, that's brutal. But look, but look at where you've got to though. At the same time, like you say, you're about to go to Europe representing Australia. So, yeah. Has it all been? Is is it all right? Is it all wrong? Or is it just a little bit too much?
4: It was. They all they doing it is for the good of me. Sometimes I just get like sick and just don't want to go to training or the game, just want to stay in bed, but they push you like, you have to go, you have to go! And you're like,
0: Yeah. So when's when's the Europe trip, when's that happening?
4: That's on the 31st of December this year, so then go for three weeks, and my sister's also in it, she's a goalkeeper, and I'm a field player.
0: Both doing that. All, all the best of luck with that. I hope it goes really well. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's 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 really thrilling that you're really involved at competing at a national level. I think that's so awesome. We've got lots more coming up. Need to breathe. Uh, but right now, this is Dean Lewis. You're listening to Arch d 107.9 Life. That's Dean Lewis. You're listening to ArchD 107.9 Life. That's kind of the end of the time that we have here for this sort of via satellite show we've been doing from Tennyson Woods College in Mount Gambier. Cameron and... Matisse, thank you so much for being a part of the show today.
1: No worries. Thanks for having us.
0: Now, before we go, I just want to have a quick chat about uh, NADOC week, Matisse. Is something that's coming up and something that you're involved in, in a way, from a school point of view?
1: Yeah. um, So, I'm part of the middle school council and we've made an event out of it and we're doing a few things um, throughout this week.
0: And what what is NADOC week for people who don't know?
1: It's... Basically a celebration for the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders to just celebrate the culture, celebrate history and um, all the achievements and everything to do with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders and people, all Australians from everywhere can just join in and um, come together.
0: Good luck, guys, with all the work that you're going to do around Nadoc Week. And um, we were talking a little bit at the top of the show about the show that you guys do at uh, Tennyson Woods College, uh, Shine FM. Uh, that's available on podcasts through iTunes and SoundCloud. So thank you very much. Thanks to Jason Scheidel for setting all of this up so we could do this show here today. You can hear Arch D every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast or our Instagram or our facebook or all of the different platforms we're on just search for us at archd radio everywhere we will see you again in a few days thanks guys um and we'll see you again next term bye
5: (laughs) cool